0: Hello. Well, this is something a little bit different. Firstly, I'm Stu. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the kind of best one um, out of uh, Chris and Stu. Um, Chris can't be bothered to be here today. Uh, he's probably snowboarding or... Well, no, the reality is he's, um, he's currently um, spending a little bit of time trying to kind of have some last moments uh, with his foreskin before his uh, upcoming circumcision. So it's not for me to come between um, a friend and their foreskin. So it's just a little bit of um, final bit of bonding um, before off it goes. So anyway, this episode today, this is a Patreon episode. Um, and we put these out every Wednesday. Um, but what we're doing this week is every day we're releasing what we think is a really fun episode Um that we've put out on Patreon, uh, and we're putting it out for you a lot for free. So, essentially, you get to experience what what Patreons get every week, and then hopefully the plan is when we we sat down uh, around a big a big cha- a big table and chairs uh, top floor of a, a really posh central London office, like looking out over the Thames. Me and Chris were in suits, our hair slicked back. Uh, having one of our uh, very intense um, marketing meetings. At one point, uh, like I threw a glass of whiskey at him. It got really fucking heavy. Um, but that's what happens when your co-host still thinks it's funny to photograph, um, to photocopy his testicles uh, and distribute uh, those images. Um, so what we're hoping is, from that marketing meeting, is that if we give you five episodes for free and give you a real insight as to what you get each week on Patreon then ideally you'll come over and become a patron and join the family um and I say join the family and that sounds really sinister but there is a a a, a lovely community over there and you know you can be as involved in that as you want um or you can just enjoy the episodes and what you also get on Patreon, let's break that down so on Patreon you get another episode every Wednesday you also get um, to watch all the episodes. We put all the videos of, of every episode we do up on uh, the, the the Patreon page. And it's it's like a it's like a Facebook page really. So we post pictures on their videos, episodes and then there's comments below and then all of the Patreons comment and chat. And this is then since Created WhatsApp groups and they all go out and they go to comedy nights together and and all sorts of stuff. It's it's a really lovely little family over there. Um, but not not all Patreons are involved in that. Some just just go for the, uh, the, the 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 content. Um. And so yeah, I guess that's all I wanted to say really. But you can find out about Patreon. Um, that it'll be in the show notes. But it's Patreon, P A T R E O N. dot com forward slash Hardcore listing, so go over there. There's a video over there of me, Pip Gal Porter, um, talking about what you get if you sign up, and it doesn't cost a lot of money, and you can stop it at any given point. Um, and yeah, but you'd be really helping support the podcast and and help us kind of you know pay for all the bits and pieces that we have to do to to give you two episodes every week. Um, anyway, enough waffle from me. Um, let's really lower the tone now um, with some. Piss poor waffle and drivel. Um, please enjoy uh, your free hardcore listing Patreon episode. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and presents present hardcore listing, List List List. the podcast. Hello, Patreons, and welcome to our fifth anniversary special. I'm Stewie and that little trumpet in the background comes from the sweet, pretty little mouth of. You got <laughs> um, a real pretty. I mouth. like that
2: little trumpet. That can be your new. Uh, that's, your, that's your grinder profile pet name for me. Um, <laughs> um, hello, Christopher Glasson. Yeah, tis I. Um, it's been
0: five years, Stewie. Five years. Like it's weird because like not that it it interfered at all, but you you kind of forget the COVID years, don't you? I know COVID's Eww. still around, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. um, but that those years of lockdown, they they yeah. they just seem to sort of just be removed from the the calendar. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, it's weird. I was listening to Jack Slack the uh, his his podcast uh, the other day, and he's just like, "Yeah, I finally went on holiday after three years," and it's like. Yeah, like, we didn't do anything for, like, no. two to three years. There was this, just this weird smidge in our history. Uh, but obviously, it was a real big deal. And then as soon as uh, 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 the Ukraine war happened, uh, the media decided it weren't as big a deal as maybe they were making it, of. <laughs> <laughs> which is, like, you know, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have all got vaccinated. I'm just saying... The Media's a slippery old devil.
0: Oh, and it just and it just and it just. But if you anyway. want your media, if you want your real media, you want your real chat, you need to listen to two fucking idiots on a podcast called Hardcore Listing. You can subscribe you get... because there's five <laughs> years worth of this shit. You want to
2: get your real facts exactly? You listen to us, no guesswork, no guesswork,
0: stone oh. cold facts,
2: all filler, no killer. Yeah, that's the, I mean, no, wait on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Other way, mate. so is, is this, this is going to be a patron episode right uh, yeah. I'm assuming
0: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Sweet. should you get a word from Sick. our sponsors
0: yeah okay first up we have a brand new message from our sponsor love-beer.co.uk Charles says we're delivering to home and office bars in and around London including Essex, Kent, Hertfordshire and more
2: we're a one stop shop for everything you need to pour a beer at home from installation of the equipment through to delivering kegs straight to the bar
0: this year, with Rugby and World Cups, we're also developing our hire equipment with a quick and easy-to-use solution to have kegs at home. For about three twenty a pint, we can install a keg with all the equipment you need to pour beer for up to two weeks.
2: Yes, yes, all the equipment we provide can dispense up to two kegs at the same time. So if you wanted a lager and on one of my amazing craft beers we featured previously on the podcast, then the per pint cost will be even lower, and the equipment we use will keep it pouring properly for the full two weeks without you having to do a thing.
0: The only thing you have to do is go to love-beer.co.uk
2: Bangboomcreative.com That's where you need to go for the very best in film, photography and production
0: work. Absolutely. Handsome Luke and his team over at Bang Boom have been proud sponsors of ours for bloody ages.
2: Yeah, and we can tell you two things about them. Number one, their stuff is excellent. They work for massive global brands, charities and companies of all shapes
0: and sizes. The content they create does really, really deliver. We've done shoots with Luke. Uh, Loads of the people, our partners over at the network, and our mates have done shoots with Luke. Always banging, and they're always getting results.
2: Yes, yes. And number two, they're just bloody nice to work with. The team at Bang Boom always give it their all. The business ethics are sound, and they're a bunch of warm, proper, decent people.
0: So if you need some great visuals from a truly excellent company, check out bangboomcreative.com, sponsors of Hardcore Listing. (laughs) The world can seem like a strange and sometimes dangerous place. With Sammer Academy helping you with your martial arts training, you can always feel safe. Dangerous loners are everywhere. They come across as harmless board game geeks or indie music fanatics, but the reality is Is far more sinister. Yes, yes. Wrenchy Simon James has been training karate for over 32 years and teaching for
2: 28. He knows through first-hand experience that martial arts can give you the stress release you've been looking for. It can teach you life lessons along with fitness and, more importantly, peace. At Sama, he teaches karate, kickboxing, Tai Chi and MMA to all ages, from children as young
0: as four to the very elderly, even Stu. What? Aside from that, he also teaches ladies self-defence, self-defence courses, team building courses, corporate training days, apprenticeships to become a martial arts instructor for SAMA.
2: Yeah, he even teaches a parent and baby self-defence course. That's defence while carrying your child, not defence against maniacal murder babies, because we all know there's no defence against them. So go hit Simon up at SAMA-academy.co.uk. There you have it, the sponsor Um And we decided, as it's the fifth year, we, we would do, for you listeners, for you, for the real, the real gang, um, top five, top fives in the fifth year. I well, wa- not in the fifth year, across, across the five years.
0: I want to say on. something about the word meta, right? but I don't really um, know what meta means. Go on then,
2: you try, and then we'll, we'll, we'll correct you. Is
0: that meta, the fact that we're doing top five, top fives?
2: In a way, yeah, I'd say.
0: What's meta yeah. mean?
2: Meta is kind of like if you're in your meta, so let me put it in the uh, let me let me put it in a way that you'll understand. Stone Age, you've started a blood bowl league, right? And in your meta, a lot of the players like to play orcs. So within your blood bowl league, say there's a league of 12 of you, your meta is orcs and skaven, you know what skaven are, the rat, rat men, and then therefore you know that. In order to be successful in that league, you've, you've been speaking
0: be right deal. for about mm. eleven seconds, right? Yeah. And I'm already yeah. thinking I'd hate to play that game because I watched. Mm. I, I went on. I went on to to Twitch and I saw you and Pip looking like a pair of fucking dweebs just sitting there with your toys mm. and yeah. like. And I was just thinking, are oh, they thinking about this? And I was yeah. just thinking, I know I'd spoil it if I was there because obviously I was coming round, mm. and I just yeah, thought. Yeah. I'm going to leave it because I don't want to turn up there because they're enjoying themselves. And all yeah. I'd want to do is get one of them little men and go, <laughs> and like knock a load of stuff over. And I know no. that'd really fucking mess with the, 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 the fact that you have to ensure that it's boring all the time.
2: Well, well Pip was giving it the big one. Like, oh, I don't care. Like Chris takes ages on his decision, so I just don't care about the outcome of this. And that's why he got spanked. Look, Look how fucking pleased spanked.
0: you are, you sad little man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he got. He might have won some awards.
0: Still going. Points. Still going.
2: Two of his orcs died. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two.
2: <laughs> we weren't even through the first half. Oh, Stuart, it's brilliant. Anyway. Oh fucking Uh Better. Yeah, it's basically within your group. What is that? What are the? What are the trends? So for a top five, top fives is quite meta for us because we do top fives and we're doing a top five of top fives on our fifth year. So it all feels a bit like apt and within our own meta, I guess. So, yeah, I guess, broadly speaking, that would that would apply there, mate. Yeah.
0: Cool. Right. So we've got five years of episodes. I've not gone on, on Patreon ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've no. just gone on, on on the main releases. I've
2: gone, I've gone on Acast and to stop any of the MSC Getting angry or jealous. I've not done any listener top fives
0: either. Okay, that's wise. That's um,
2: wise. Because we know what they're like now. I'm seeing MSC signs appearing on walls now, so it's that's weird, getting man. worrying. It's weird. Um, and a couple of the gang watched the uh, the, the blood bowl. So uh, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, um, anyway, uh, uh, there's, yeah, there's, there's
0: there's more um, MSC outings I hear. The rumours are coming through that they're catching up again. Oh, I hope I can make up one again. Of
2: them if they'll, if they'll let me. I'm not sure who's invited. Um. Oh, okay, fair enough.
0: But, uh, yeah, and we need to do a live a live hangout, perhaps next week. Yeah. We've got to get one in this month because we ain't done one.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that that works. I can do a live hangout
0: next week. Yeah, that'd no, be lovely, actually. Cool. Yeah, um loves. Right, so uh, top five, top five. So we've got, I mean, I think we're probably not shy of... What nearly nearly four hundred sixty-six episodes,
2: I think it is of of, uh, of actual episodes. Oh, uh, really? What do you mean he's out? Yeah, but some was split down into parts. Ah, uh. yeah. So the first year we did a lot of two-parters in particular, and that doesn't include just think just think we have got pretty much that many in three hundred and forty-nine
0: episodes. episodes hardcore listing.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, but 266 individual genres, uh, actual top fives.
0: I don't believe you. I think that's guesswork.
2: And also, actually, (laughs) there might be a couple more because of the live shows, but I think they were considered as episodes. All right. But, uh, yeah, yeah. You going first? I I haven't got an order because I just love all these, and there's just so many. All right, go on. I was going through it, and I was just like, wow, these are all just really great top fives. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first?
0: Uh, you can go first. Go on, mate.
2: Uh, top five MCs with uh, Huey from the Fun Loving Criminals. Oh, well, I considered that. I just think that I, because I used to love hip-hop anyway, one.
0: Don't like it anyway.
2: Great, cho- great choice. We fell out. Okay. Just, just talking about wet-ass pussies all the time now. No, actually, to be fair. Um, I quite like Cardi B and, and um, mm. Megan Thee Stallion. So, um <clears throat> Um. So yeah, basically, I loved hip hop, love fun-loving criminals at the time when I was a massive hip hop fan as well. So then to then have Huey say let's do that, who was an absolute hero of mine, and to go and meet him in the most the cool, yeah, uh, really cool that venue, was
0: swanky, one it, man. Yeah,
2: I mean, like top five MCs in and of itself with with Huey was brilliant. Um, you know, it was a really great choice, and I'm really trying to focus so more on the the choice of top five. But I can't ignore how cool it was when he was like, Come and meet me and it was this like super swanky West London hotel. Yeah. And we went just, just went down in this club and called you one. Just so Huey.
0: Yeah, and it, it,
2: um, brilliant. And what a night what a dude Huey is. Like he's a real man, isn't he? Like like what I mean by that is <laughs> um he's just got lovely balls.
0: It's hot um, balls. Hot balls.
2: He's just a he's just a cool dude. He's on the level. He's kind. He's generous. He's fucking witty. He's Smart. knowledgeable. He's just what a human being who's engaged in their life. I think you know it's something to aspire to. Yeah, so I thought Huey was just absolute ledge, and uh, he picked uh, a lot a lot of good MCs. Um, I, I mean, I'd struggle if I could tell you all he's inside top five.
0: Yeah, uh, it was great. But, um, Absolutely great. It, it like. Um, I wasn't as big a fan of the fun loving criminals as you, but I was always a fan of Huey. Mm, Uh, I always just thought he was a dude. His radio show's incredible. And, like, uh, and yeah, it was just brilliant to go and, you know, hang out with him. We've been so lucky, you know, as I'm sure we're going to discuss in this podcast, how many people we've got to meet up with. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's one on here that I'm going to talk about as a a complete hero of mine and and, and got to meet him. It's not Pip. And, uh, yeah, it was really, it, you know, it was it was really cool. And I think it was about a month later, we went away for my birthday. Can you remember? And uh, yeah. when, when we all went away to oh Norfolk. Oh, my God. And, uh, and we was driving to the, the escape room. And he, I think, I don't know, if Pip had messaged him. But yeah. we was in the car listening to Huey on Six Music. And then mm. all of a sudden he plays Eggman by the Beastie yeah. Boys, and, and dedicates it, like, for my yeah. birthday, and it was like, what a fucking cool dude, man, yeah. and proper made my day, it was like, yeah, you know, you meet these people, and obviously we've met him a couple of times at Lizards, and, uh, and yeah, you, I think we've just been lucky, bar the, the one episode, everybody that's been on this podcast has been completely delightful. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, one or, two, I think it's one or two episodes now.
0: There's the Pip one and then there's the <laughs> <laughs> when he came back on. <laughs> but yeah, like it was uh yeah, wonderful. Good shout, man. Good shout.
2: What's your number five, mate? Uh
0: well I, I might as well get on with a hero one then first. Mm. Um so I'm gonna say Frank Bruno.
2: Oh wow, that was something else, that was, yeah.
0: Um and, and shout out to Brad. Brad Brad put that right. together for us. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, and and go check out Brad's music, people. I know we it's haven't smashing it, mate. Yeah, we haven't I was talking of, to him the other day. Yeah, we obviously we don't sort of do too much with, with Brad, and and obviously seventy six doesn't mm-hmm. produce the podcast anymore. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you know we, they're not part of our lives. They're still our mm-hmm. friends, and we still hang out and stuff. But uh, they're busy doing their other stuff. Um, but yeah, so um, thanks to Brad for uh, you know, and do you know what? While we're talking five years, massive love to seventy six and to Brad yeah, for right. for all of their work that they put in over the years. Absolutely. Uh, and obviously we diss him Pip, but obviously none of this would happen if it wasn't for him. Um, but yeah, like to, to to find out that we was gonna go and fucking hell, it was the same day that we done the shit one as well, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. So, so so anyone playing Guess Who by this point knows who we're talking about. <laughs> But um yeah, so uh we, we went and done a, a a one that I think we me and Chris were really excited about, but yeah, when we arrived the person did not seem particularly interested to see us. Yeah,
2: it's like when you've got a really big wank planned and it all just you know, you can't get any broadband or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Really
0: disappointing. I love the fact that when you think tragic or, or stress or, or something going wrong, that's your go to thought. Do you know what <clears throat> Let that's me your tell
2: benchmark? You. Do you know what's stressful having a fucking broken collarbone and masturbating? And and you might go, "Well, that's your left arm that affects, and my right hand is free." Yeah, but what happens if my yeah. right arm break? Yeah, if my right hand broke down for any reason, I don't have a backup, do I? It's anxiety when I'm masturbating now. I have to be very careful. I've only got one hand. I can't risk that one damaging, so I can't really fully go. You know, I'm only giving it 70%.
0: Sorry, I think we was talking about Frank Bruno. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we then went to I think it was Age Concern. I've got like a big premises in London, um, and they've <laughs> yeah. got like a, a, a rate. It was Age Concern, wasn't it? It was Age Concern. I'm just thinking you book it. We, we booked in Frank Bruno into Age Concern. <laughs> 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 but um, I remember me, you, and Brad. Uh, uh, sort of I think Brad had drove, and so we drove over mm. to. Uh, yeah, and parked up and we'd fan. gone into this huge building in London and they had a radio station upstairs and and, and as we'd got onto the floor we was walking we was taken to this room, like Frank was doing a day of media um, <laughs> for his book release and so we got sort of put in this like sort of waiting room I guess uh, <laughs> and as we was walking to it as we walked past the studio you heard like, <laughs> and it was like fucking hell that's Frank Bruno and you know I, I, everybody loves Frank Bruno because he's Frank but I'm not saying I love him any more than anyone else. But I'm a, you know, I'm of an age a where, fan. uh, of an age where you know, he was the, as a boxing fan, he was everything, and, uh, yeah. and so to get to shake the hand that spanked Mike Tyson. Mm. uh and to yeah it, it was just fucking incredible and 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 the, the thing that i took from that more than anything was like there was a moment when i i spoke about it before there's a moment when i asked him about fighting tyson and he was so jovial and he just i remember him just leaning forward over the desk and he, and his fight face come on and he, he spoke about what what was going through his mind mm. and it, and i thought it was quite terrifying it it was like absolutely the, and and it was like y- you forget like that you know what Mindset; these people have to get in to do what they do, and mm. and you know, there's there's definitely a switch that they have to, you know, right? It's fight time. This is what happens, and and yeah, to see that kind of that switch get flicked, it was like whoa. But which, well, do
2: you remember? Because I said something and made Brad chuckle, and then Frank went, "What are you laughing at?" Yeah, and <laughs> he meant it, and it I was know. like, "Oh my god!" But I think we all shit ourselves and came at the same time.
0: But then. We'd finished the interview, and we we was the last interview of the day. I think it was about four o'clock, and he'd been doing press. He'd done like bloody Lorraine or whatever. So he'd been up, and he'd been talking all day. Mm. Um, and I think he'd been talking about his book and stuff like that. So I, you know, we tried to sort of put some questions to him that were maybe might spark him a little bit, rather mm. than you know just talking about the same things that he'd probably been talking about mm. to people that didn't really understand. That much about his career so I felt like he was really in- engaging and but the interview finished and he was like right I'm off lads and then he mentions obviously he's a massive advocate of, of, of mental health Um and obviously you know he's had his very well documented struggles and was talking about medication and as he walked out the door for some reason he was still chatting and you mentioned your dad's medication at the time mm. and he stopped and come back in the room Mm. And then spoke to you for you know another sort of five ten minutes about yeah, yeah. meds, which was like yeah he didn't need to do that no, no we we you know it was wrapped it was time for him to go um but you saw the kindness and the mm. you know the interest in you, you saw that he's a he's a kind soul at that point Absolutely, it was yeah, like yeah, look yeah. you know I I could just go oh, yeah best of luck mate I hope he's alright and he didn't he come back in and he engaged oh. with you and yeah. and I thought that was just like everything you you'd want from a human being. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, Frank Bruno, my number five.
2: Lovely choice, mate. Lovely choice. Oh, here's one that I really enjoyed. Um, we were talking about conspiracy theories at the start of this podcast. Top five CIA operations with
0: Dan Carter. Yeah, I knew you'd not. I knew you picked that one.
2: I think that was a real laugh. Dan, like, uh, obviously he's a consummate professional. We've always done well with the radio DJs and, and how brilliant they've been. Um, you know they might show in some of yours, but um, if not, we'll give them a shout out at some other point. But oh
0: man, I've not gone for Colin Murray. Why didn't I do that?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I thought you might go mm-hmm. for uh, Gemma Collins as well. Uh, um, <laughs> I've done it again, and I fuck <laughs> me.
0: What's wrong with me, Kenny You fucking idiot.
2: Since <laughs> as as it come out, I know I got it wrong. Sorry, Jen. <laughs>
0: She only lives around a corner to
2: you. I know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. They were all good, but that Dan was brilliant. Dan was a real fucking like, he, and 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 he really was passionate about it as well. He came absolutely prepared to talk about conspiracy theories, uh, well, c- CIA operations, yeah. and ones that we know had have actually come to pass, not just spec like rampant se- speculation. Ones that have since been like, you know, been proven. Mm. And you know I threw in some other ones in there like spy pigeon and stuff like that. And um, he it, was it, so you know, prepped as well, wasn't he? He was really prepped. Like we've had some people who come on really loaded and raring to go. Mm. Um, you know, Matt, Matt Stocks has always done great recordings with mm. us. Um, you know, I don't know if he's, he's features, but he, I, I I I nearly put Matt in, especially for his Mickey Rourke top five because that was f- phenomenal. I love Matt. I love Matt as a podcaster. I love Matt as a just whatever he does, I think he's super passionate, and um, and that's what we got out of Dan Carter that day as well. Obviously, it probably just pipped it on for me because um, you know, I I you know I have gone through that whole phase of loving that, and you know, there was a long time when I wanted to do a, a podcast about uh, a game show podcast about conspiracy theories, which never really came to pass for a number of reasons. Um, and Dan was brilliant. Like I just mm. think he, he was a good laugh. We chuckled a lot and, you know, it was just a fascinating subject. Like who doesn't want to, you know, I don't know, pull the curtain back on looking at all the shady shit that the Mm. CIA has done. Um, Yes, that's my number four, mate.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. Number 4, uh I'm going to go for um episode 72. Oh, okay. Uh which was um specific. a two-parter. All <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh top 5 things I like with photographer Dean Chalkley.
2: Oh, that was such a good one. Um we we
0: yeah, were... it
2: sounded so broad when he gave us that as a top yeah. 5. And yet it was very specific.
0: Yeah. Uh um I I I knew Dean a little. And because um, he's from South End and he's, he's a few years older than me, Dean, but he's one of the most famous music photographers um in the world, um, currently. Um and he's such a nice guy. He's so bloody lovely. He come and met us, we recorded that one at the toothbrush, didn't we? Yeah. And uh and we sat there for I reckon close to two and a half hours and yep. Dean all of his things that he liked to do were very creative. Yeah. Uh, And he backed it up with fascinating anecdotes and stories. And it yeah. was just like, it was one of the ones that when I left, I felt inspired.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It, and and I felt like he was like a fully formed human being as well. Like, you know, he had, his, yeah. very, had a very good, like unlike me, look, I was saying to Shu when we started the video, I look like a sketch of a human being today. And Dean was like, got his style, his look. Uh, what he's passionate about, yeah. and uh, that's a really cool thing to see. Yeah, um, and he was just such a nice dude as well. And yeah, what to have taken photographs of fucking absolutely every musician of our era, yeah,
0: like well, uh,
2: spanning that's... every generation, really, most generations that are still alive. A hundred percent, you know, he's not 100%. taking photos of many coffins. Um, yeah, he was wicked. What a lovely bloke! I get Dean back on. Absolutely, I get all these yeah. people back on. To be
0: fair, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, go check out Dean's photography. Just, just go on Instagram and put Dean Chalkley from Liam Gallagher to Amy Winehouse. To, like literally everyone, uh, and his photos are brilliant. He's he's made a, some amazing short films as well. Uh, There's one called I think it's called Young Souls. Um, it's only like a, a ten minute short film about a Northern Soul club, and it's fucking awesome yeah he's uh he's just a dude and and to this day he'll still send me a message saying i've got a little exhibition on like i'd love to you know come down love to catch up with you and he's always Amazing. like yeah just just a, a real kind soul so uh yeah go check out that episode if you've not already episode 72 so it's from a few years back what's your number three uh william yum, yum top well oh, that's very it's even it's as if you knew where i was gonna oh, go oh we got the same one
2: Top five glimpses of knobs on mainstream movies with Poppy Hillstead. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's not my one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. That was so good.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Poppy's just a really... I i, I don't know. She's got a good energy. Yeah. and um, She's batshit. Yeah. It was so funny. Like, great artist. Her hand was in a... Her, she had a hand in a sling. Yeah. So, from one wanker to another, you mm. know, we can we can smell our own... Um smell like a uh, stale cum. And um, Poppy... <laughs> <laughs> she might be listening to any now because she's not one of our listeners. She's just so funny, wasn't she? Yeah. She was, she was really funny. Um, obviously, she—I um, don't know if they're still doing it or she's still doing it. Which is uh, um, gossip mongers, No. which has had me. No, it's very, very. Yeah, she's not now. Um,
0: she's she does. Obviously, she's now had major success with her own podcast. Probably Hillstead mm-hmm. has entered the room mm-hmm. uh, where mm-hmm. she goes into chat rooms uh, under different guises and has these conversations and then basically converts it into a podcast it's fucking mm. incredible mm. uh and yeah it's 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 a, a big podcast now and yeah P- Poppy's just brilliant like absolutely brilliant her artwork is off the scale. Yeah. like um a- a- absolutely uh brilliant but yeah he loves to draw strange shaped
2: penises mmm yeah. And um, you know, I'm all about that. I think we, we love a dick on this uh, um this podcast, don't we? And Poppy just really came in <laughs> with an amazingly me. there, meta. There's a sound <laughs> An amazingly meta um sort of like thing for us, and yeah, just an absolute absolute. Uh, who doesn't want to talk about penises that you've seen on films? That's such a top five. That's such a hard. That's a meta top five for hardcore listening, right yeah. there. Is like it's a little bit crass, you know, a little bit tongue in cheek, a little bit stupid, and, and plenty opportunities for us to sort of like just talk our usual you know bollocks. Um and with someone who was more than prepared to go there with us as well, mm. because of our choice of top five. Uh, I, I do recommend you guys go and check it out. To, if you if you need some you don't want to go on Pornhub, you're a bit bored of that. It's a bit of it's too easy a wank, isn't it? But Completed you want to. Yeah, exactly. If you completed it, but you want a little bit more vintage winkle, go and check out that top five. It's a, it's absolutely cracking. And uh, yeah, Poppy was just very very funny. Yeah, that's
0: it. That's my number three. Top five sex toys with uh, Alex. Uh, that
2: was that was that is on mine. At least to mention. I hadn't decided if I was going to s- slip it in. Great so- shout.
0: Um, we met Alex. I don't know if that was the first time we met Alex. I think it was that yeah. one. Obviously, she's yeah, been yeah. back for live shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she come and done the uh, escape room when we done the when we all got together with loads of the guests and uh, and and went to the big escape room. Um, in Canary Wolf. Yeah, uh, she's brilliant. Like ridiculous amounts of energy. Like so driven. Um, and has had loads of success in in the, yeah. the podcast industry, and then becoming a uh not a sex therapist I don't know what you'd call it a, a a a advocate of an ambassador an ambassador um yes. uh for for Radio 1 um yeah. so yeah it's been amazing watching uh Alex do her thing. um she has a lot
2: of HIV awareness doesn't she
0: That's right yeah mm. um but this time um she came to um the book club in the basement where we done we are lizards um on an afternoon on a Sunday afternoon I think mm-hmm. it was uh, and we sat down there, and she done top five sex toys and um the nature of what uh Alex does or was doing at that time meant that she's being sent sex toys by you know a multitude of companies constantly for yeah. review and to talk about on her socials and such and uh and so I'd say on that kind of side of things, I was quite naive um mm. going into that one quite naive. And I'd like to think that you thought you wasn't, but then when she brought out the array of things, I think we were both out of our depth. definitely. uh, I'd never, no pun intended, come across anything like uh, (laughs) these before. Uh, One was like, was it like a Viking egg that you put inside yourself? It was an alien egg, wasn't it? Oh yeah, Yeah, and and then it
2: was, it was a tentacle that you put your tentacle up you, and then it pushes an egg up inside you, so you can feel like you're getting impregnated by an alien. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, great fun.
0: Yeah, it weren't like, here's a fucking butt plug. It was no. way more bananas. Wasn't um, there like a job there wasn't any bananas. inside
2: out that had nows in it or something like that? Was that one of them? I don't know. It's, I think that, that's just, Maybe that's uh, just in my cupboard. That's just
0: floating around in your fucking headspace. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I've not listened to that because that was, blimey, that was an early one as well. That was uh, episode 48. Um, but mm. it's a two-parter, so... Uh, you know we we've not done many two parts have we like over the last couple of years I think no. we've we've managed to sort of try and trim it down, but mm. um uh, you know back then when we'd have guests that really wanted a chat then mm. we'd we'd let it go and we have had some mm. amazing ones and that was definitely one of them um yeah, top five bizarre sex toys yeah. with, uh, really
2: funny brilliant talented human being is Alex. yes, yeah. and she yeah.
0: couldn't she's a great talker, so if you've yeah. not listened to that episode. Uh, go back. That's episode forty-eight. Yeah.
2: Give her a follow on Instagram. You'll le- she'll learn you something. She will learn you something. Other than right. that,
0: if you want to um, also keep up to speed um, with places you can go, uh, amazing places you can visit in the world, go and listen to our episode with Gemma Collins because that was brilliant. We recorded no, you that one. Fucking <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jamie uh, Kenny did top five um, places she would visited, yeah. uh, places she likes. Yeah. She liked in Margate. We
0: went to Margate to yeah, I do know, it. It's
2: great. I know it's great. It was great. Um, right, my number two is a dub. It's a twofer I've got lots of twofers, Um and I, I you know, I'm, I'm really struggling to to, to decide because it's so stacked. I feel like I'm betraying lots of people. Here's here's one lot of twofers. So a twofer that didn't make. No, I'm going to leave that out. This one is. Top five supermarkets with Jordan Gray <laughs> because because that day was the day where we had the bee attack. Yeah. Um. The wasp spider attack. The, the bee spider fight. Yeah. It was also the day that I showed up after having just given myself a clonic irrigation and I was tripping balls. Yeah. And then, but mixed in with that is just Jordan Gray is such a witty, intelligent human being and warm and funny and creative and She's just, just, she's just a powerhouse of creativity, Jordan, and uh, and so she came on to do, to obviously, talk about a very banal subject, being supermarkets, but in a way that obviously is that I'm going to keep saying meta now, in that meta way for hardcore listening, where mm. it's you know all the stuff that people sometimes we want to talk about the the stupid the common frustrations that we all have, mm. and um, and Jordan smashed it, but I'm 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 double whammy in that because. One of my personal favourites that made me laugh really hard is "Top Five Dumbest Ways to Die with Ria Lina," mm. and we had we did them both around the same time, and um, and we've had both Jordan and Ria on the live show. Mm. Ria's smashing, smashing it, it isn't yeah, she? she? Yeah, good, good on her, because she's fucking funny as she's hell. She's on Mock the Week all the time. Now. Yeah, 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 and she's really she is fucking funny. She deserves that success. Absolutely. Um, and, and top five dumbest ways to die oh god that was so enjoyable mm. and I think her number one was just in case you haven't heard it it involves a, a, a dog owner and her dog and a, 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 a allergic reaction she discovered when having some Malone time with her dog and <laughs> it's just fucking mad um yeah I mean that's an incredible top oh, five that. as well yeah so um yeah Lucky that you haven't, um, you know, done that with your dog yet, or have you? You just don't have an allergic reaction.
0: None of your business. <laughs> I mean, shout out if we're talking about deaths and incredible women that we've had on this podcast. Um, shout out, she's not one of your other ones, is she? In your she list,
2: nearly, she nearly made it. I, I, she nearly was the number two.
0: We're gonna shout out Roe, yeah.
2: Uh, I know, you know what I wanted to shout out, Rob. Uh, but again, that that see, that that again nearly made my top five. Yeah, top Road five down, top final destination yeah. When you said top five top fives, that's the first top five I thought of. Interestingly uh,
0: enough, yeah, it was a cracker that was. Yeah, go check really out good. that episode with Rowena Alice. Um, mm-hmm. Top five final destination deaths. That was lots of fun. Mm. Uh, but
2: another one I thought was great was top five death rituals with
0: Phoebe Vincent. Oh, that was fucking brilliant. Really good, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's really, so really many. Yeah, yeah. Right, so is it my number two now? No, you're number two, you big poo. Right, okay. Um, oh, there's so many. Um, I'm going to say top five facts about uh, PTSD with Gary Hayes. Oh, yeah,
2: nice. we um, going for a, Yeah, we, we've kept it very fun and fluffy. Yeah. Yet many of my favourites are the serious ones, yeah. you know. Shout out that to, one.
0: to Gary cool. Mansfield. Um, Absolutely. The one when we first sat down with Gary... Um, uh, and, and and literally got his story was was fucking mm-hmm. ridiculous. Speaking to you know uh, Leon PC Leon Clad, yeah, like um, your
2: mate Jag when he wrote uh, the book about yeah. racism he'd faced in yeah. the, like, growing up.
0: So yeah, just you know we we've often mentioned that there's obviously you know that we're just a pair of idiots, but. Mm-hmm we do generally find that we get the most response from people when we have these kind of chats. And so they're, 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 they're few and far between, but we like to think when they happen, we try and make them count. And this one mm. was one of those. Um, yeah. for, it was episode, um, 90 and it's a two parter. Uh, mm. and it had to be a two part because there was so much to get through. Um, Gary Hayes was a soldier, uh, in the Falklands, uh, in the British army. And, um, come back from the Falklands, not with post-traumatic stress disorder, um, but then went into the uh, British... Uh, in, into the, um, the uh, British Rail Police um, mm-hmm. for the London... No, London Underground. Um, worked uh, for the police for the London Underground and um, <clears throat> would would generally have to kind of deal with um, suicides um, on, on the underground mm. um, because... That people thought because of his background um, that he'd be able to deal with things like that which I, I guess on the face of it he thought he could uh, and then 7-7 happened and uh, he was one of the first people to have to be dealing with that uh, and then he goes into details of what happened in the days that followed that and the temporary morgue that was set up uh, on one of the hottest summers we've ever had and some of the stuff that he talks about on there i mean gary got very emotional talking on that episode and understandably so and then he yeah. talks about all of this and then goes and then i have to just jump on the train and go home and go hi honey i'm home and mm. be a completely normal functioning human yeah. being which is yeah. not possible no. and so he's he's um ptsd come from working for the emergency services not for the military and so he highlights that it's a big misconception that, and and it was something that I went into that podcast thinking post traumatic stress disorder. Oh, it's that soldiers, and yeah, he he was quick to say that the biggest sufferers of PTSD are rape victims. Um, and then he also sort of says like, how many times have you sat in traffic? And this was the thing that really resonated with me. How many times have you sort of sat in traffic and and a blue light's gone past you and you think, oh, they're late for their lunch, and uh, and he mm. said you need to think that that ambulance driver that uh that fireman that police uh, that policeman that policewoman, whatever is about to pull up at something and potentially see something that will change their life forever yeah uh and then they have to go home and go hi honey i'm home and 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 so he set up ptsd 999 um which is a a, a, an organization offering support and and a charity obviously um for, for people in the emergency services that uh are uh, uh, trying to live with uh, post traumatic stress disorder because you, you know it's something you have to live with. It doesn't go away, and yeah, it was it was really really insightful, harrowing, um, and yeah, just just a, a really great episode and one that yeah definitely stuck with me for a long long time. And and uh, and one of the other lovely things to come out of that I mentioned PC Leon McLeod, uh, who's been on a couple of times, and mm. we've been chatting uh, recently as well about coming and yeah. coming back on because he's. Uh, such a dude. Uh and after hearing that obviously Leon's really had his struggles after dealing with the the bridge attacks um and Leon then um <clears throat> reached out to Gary after hearing that and done work with the charity, run the marathon for tiny, that charity. Yeah. Um so yeah, some beautiful things, you know, uh, g- can come from uh me and him talking utter drivel. So uh, you know, and that was definitely um a, a really lovely thing that, that 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 come from these people coming on and 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 being so brutally open and honest with two strangers. And so yeah, yeah, big love to everybody that's done that. What's your number one helmet?
2: That's a great shout, mate. It's so tough to call, to call out a number one. It is today. I want to give a shout out to our very first not, uh, first top five with Scroobius Pip. Why For top top five TV? Yeah, you right. Fuck him. Um... My number one, top five things that annoy me about people on. That, top five annoying things that people do on Facebook with Robert Parker.
0: Oh, do you know what? That was very nearly in mine.
2: <laughs> I, I've gone for very, like, uh, very things that are very hardcore listing for this top five uh, today. And I think, like, when Rob said he was going to do that, I was like, that's so good. <laughs> and Rob, we met through Pip. Um, and Rob's obviously a, 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 a rugby world champ mm. and all round lovely fucking bloke. An actor. Uh, and actor, um, amongst other things that he does, that I, I always uh, I, always find fascinating as well. And, uh, and he doesn't work in porn, in case anyone goes, hey, "Why is he been so like aloof about that?" Um, and Rob is just, he's just such a funny, nice guy, and he's just one of the, he's just one of the boys when he came round. There's was very good energy there.
0: Um, we'd never met... Oh, no, we'd we met him briefly at Lizards, yeah. him. at Lizard's, hadn't we? Yeah, He turned up at Lizard's, and you was getting over. Did you hump his leg? No, I was smacking his bum. Right.
1: Mm. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.
0: He's a big boy as well, isn't he? He's a big boy. He's I'm a big, big boy, boy, but he's a big big boy. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I just think that was so funny because, like, again, it's that whole thing of all those annoying, annoying things that come out of Facebook. And I think we were talking about the UOK Hun being yeah. the uh, like the epic one. And like, even now, I still see people do it where they leave this half half a comment on Facebook about someone who's someone who's pissed them off that day. And then everyone's like, oh, you okay, Han?" And and then they're like, oh, I'll, t- I'll tell you about yeah. it at another point. And you think, oh,
0: shut up. <laughs> it was one of these, uh, a picture of like swimming pool in today's office.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the humble brag. Brilliant. Um, and yeah, I think he- that's where the, I think that's where the saying, when I said, um, you cardboard cut out cunt. That's right. And that's, and that's what um, Luke Boom heard and went, I want to be their sponsor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, and that was... It, it feels so weird that we, we rarely record in the within now, yeah. um, just because of the evolution of Zoom yeah. and our, yeah, our easy... It, it, and COVID. Course, yeah. And obviously, the fact that, you know, we've, we've all got a lot on our plates. But yeah. um, it, we're, thinking back to so many of these they did involve us and a guest sitting around a table, which is something that mm. I do think we should try and
2: get back to. Well, we can very soon. Well,
0: when your, your life's going to change in, in a bit, yeah, yeah, work-wise. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we'll get to um, – uh, just to clarify, Chris hasn't just been made redundant, by the way. Uh, but, yeah, it it would be nice to be able to kind of do a bit more of that because it, it, it definitely made for some wonderful mm. wonderful chats and friendships. Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, because he's amazing, like – when you sit with... Like, we'd never really met Rob before no. or, or had a chat with him, and he's got a very open and confident personality that within five yeah. minutes you feel like old friends. And But yeah. even if you don't, it takes a while. One of the beautiful things about podcasting, I think, is by the end of that hour's chat, you know that if you ever see that person again, yeah. it's going to be a cuddle and, a, how you doing? You all right? Yeah, like absolutely. And, and because people give so much of themselves in that hour which if you was in a a job interview or if you was just sitting in a pub with this person it wouldn't happen no but you put a microphone in front of their mouth mm. and you know and you say right let's go and mm. it, it it it's a different connection and it's lovely and it's something that you know obviously I've gone on to do a gazillion podcasts because I I you know I love that and I love the fact that you know, at the moment we're starting our day. It's like, it's half eight in the morning and and me and you have been completely engaged in Mm -hmm. laughs and fun and things Mm -hmm. like that. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a shout out to you, Glasson, because fucking hell, five years, we've had so many chats and we've had such a fucking laugh and what a fucking adventure it's been. Absolutely, uh, mate. Also, this is the last ever episode, people. Yeah, yeah, congratulations, (laughs) everyone. Uh, (laughs) We should slip that in. Um,
2: no, right, no, mate. I feel the same. What's your number one?
0: Um, okay. Top five worst weirdest comedy gigs. Episode ah. thirteen with uh, Brett Goldstein. It's so uh,
2: funny because that was, you know, when I said I got another twofer. I, yeah. I did top five worst weirdest comedy gigs with Brett Wilson because both Brett and uh, Rich at points have talked about their worst gigs, haven't they? But uh, oh, well, did Rich do it? He no, no. Brett did. Got exactly Brand what you did said. it. Um, Brett did what you said, and then Rich actually did uh, – he, he didn't do that. He just slipped a few in when he yeah. came over because he did um, Villains. That's right. Yeah, which that's was really right. good. But um, but he did tie into some of the worst, weirdest yeah. gigs that Brett had talked about. But yeah, Brett's one because is so Because they were memorable. on them.
0: The, the yeah, one in yeah. Ibiza. Yeah, that's it. They were both on it. They were both there, weren't they? That's right. Yeah. But yeah. To, to give you a bit of an insight into – I mean, Brett – Brett was an Emmy Award-winning writer and star of Ted Lasso mm. and Soulmates when we recorded that. You know, he had made
2: super. He'd Bob made at Super that Bob point.
0: and mm. he'd done uh, he'd done Derek, um, yeah. and obviously he was a, a very established name on the comedy mm. circuit as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, and he'd obviously done Corner Boys with Pip and yeah. uh, and it was. Uh, 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 and yeah, the whole experience of that was so good. It was like we went, we went and picked Brett up from the station. He got the train down to mm. to Thurrock, and uh, and when we got back to mine, my, my kids had decorated the bar with pictures of Brett, like I was an obsessed fan. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've got like, balloons with, like, pictures of Brett's face glued to it. So it was quite weird, but quite... And obviously, Brett's just fucking lovely, so he was just laughing. And then the kids wanted to come down and see Brett, and the kids were obviously a lot younger then, because they'd seen Super Bob, and they're like, Super Bob's in our fucking garden. Hmm. Uh And lovely Brett, straight away, just goes, right, come on in, let's go on. And he was just on the trampoline with the kids, yeah. like... I know you just think not many people come and do that sort of stuff, yeah. and it was like he was so fucking lovely uh and so we had a really nice time and then he does he done two top fives that night done, I think he done top five last lines in films um yeah. but his top five weird worst comedy gigs is one of the funniest episodes yeah. and weirdest episodes you yeah. will ever hear um the, so the... if you
2: ever think people just get um get all they want and achieve what they want in in like sort of ho- Hollywood and TV by just luck you you need to listen to that cuz that boy is a grafter. Yeah. And you know, he gets him got himself into some interesting situations. Fuck
0: mate. I mean, you see him now and he's constantly on a red carpet with an award in his hand like you listen to what happened when he started first going out to America and the gigs he was playing there, <laughs> specifically in someone's front room, is one of the most mental things you will ever hear. Mm. Uh, uh, and obviously, Brett's a comedian, so he it's so fucking funny. Um, mm. so yeah, that's 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 my number one. Um, yeah, lovely Brett, uh, lovely
2: shout, mate, lovely, lovely shout.
0: I've got some honourable mentions, if Go you
2: Honourable mentions. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've got some too. So you fire right. away. Uh
0: Top five things made out of human body parts with Carla Valentine.
2: Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, it was another quite uh, morose one. Yeah,
0: I thought it um, was really good. One with uh, just me and you, top five moments that restored your faith in humanity. I really ah. en- enjoyed that uh, yeah. episode. Uh, another yeah. one, just me and you, which obviously <clears throat> I think we should revisit at some point. <clears throat> Top 5 Worst Things About Holidays, Uh, God, yeah. uh, uh and obviously we're both we've been, overqualified. Uh, we've been
2: stacking them up, haven't we? On uh, that. Top, top 5 Club Nights with Nick Hawkes, I thought was really good. Our first live show, Top 5 Embarrassing Stories, I thought was really, oh, really yeah, funny. Oh yeah, was good one. Really, really good, that one, yeah.
0: Top 5 Hellraisers with Dirty Sanchez.
2: Yeah, amazing. Uh, well, we we gave Matt a shout out earlier, Matt Stocks, when he did uh, a top five uh, Mickey Rourke uh, stories. Um, top five. Uh, it's gone now. Annoying. There's just so many.
0: There is. There's uh, th- there's loads, and so I guess to sort of <coughs> wrap this up again, like MSC. If you're not, you know, even if you, whatever you are, if you're a Patreon, you know, if you happen to choose to hang around with them dangerous loners, if you don't, well done. Um, because this is spiralling into something fucking sinister, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like massive love to you Patreons, because obviously we've got all our Acast listeners and, and that's great. And obviously we know that you are, are, are those as well. But the fact that...
2: We keep running because <coughs> of have got Yeah. Simple straight facts. Yeah. You know, and that's what makes us really do this. It's not so much uh it is not so much the A cast um sort of uh stuff, is it really? 100%. I like it, but I do like dicking around more. hundred um, percent.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. So massive love to you because uh there's a reason this has been going five years and mm. uh and yeah, and as much as it it brings me joy chatting to Chris, uh whatever we're chatting about, it, it's always I'll, I'll sometimes turn up with the fucking um and I'll turn up thinking mm. oh fuck's sake it's early so, in the morning and like within five minutes I'm forgetting laughing, about whatever I'm talking anything that's on my mind has gone out the window for that that yeah. hour and yeah.
2: uh I completely agree mate I was like that this morning I was knackered dishevelled well look at it's me definitely dishevelled and um yeah and, and, and yeah, it's just turned it right around so five years mate half a decade and I here's know. to the next five years
0: yeah absolutely um yeah here's to the next five years thanks uh you lovely lot um and thanks yeah to our
2: sponsors obviously yeah Huge oh yeah big
0: big love to our sponsors uh, uh you know of, uh... Char- Char-
2: Char- charles <coughs> and luke have done some cracking top fives and simon's now uh got his foot on the top five thing he even suggested a good one the other day so um uh, there's that that to look forward to and we might be helping him out with a podcast of his own hopefully very soon as well so absolutely that's for sam at academy
0: and and obviously patreons we've had a few years on that and uh Reach out if you're a patron and you want to do a Patreon episode with us, um, because mm. uh, you're more than welcome. And uh, yeah, and we'll hopefully see you all next week for a hangout with our Wangs app. It's a drunken soirée in we're in. Chris and Joe present our core listing,
1: the podcast.